How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, back here on OMF. Let's talk a little bit more basketball on the line. Joining us right now, the Harbor One Hotline, is Odyssey NBA insider Ryan McDonough. Inside calls are brought to you by Shell V Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. And Ryan joins us right now. Hey, Ryan, how are you? Glenn, I'm doing great. And before we get started, congratulations on a heck of a career. Born and raised in the Boston area, obviously, and grew up listening to you. So congrats on a tremendous run, and I'm honored to be on with you guys today. Well, uh, and I thank you for that. And Your dad was such a great influence on me when I was a kid in the business. He really was. I, he had a great influence, and... He was a good friend. So uh, coming from you um, and your family, I really appreciate that. Uh, so let me ask you about the Phoenix Suns. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Do they have any I'm, job I'm, openings? Glenn's Ryan. moving to Arizona, so he's, you know, he's so Ryan, connections. I'm wondering, how, how do you look at this team when you're watching it now? You're in a different business. You're in the media world. And you kind of put a lot of that team together. I wonder emotionally uh, how, how you react to that. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun, guys. I mean, as you guys know, in pro sports, uh, you don't always get to see it through. That's what happens. Uh, in fact, one stat that I found astounding, but it, it, it speaks to the NBA in particular, is that when Greg Popovich and Eric Spolstra coached against each other in the 2014 finals, San Antonio, Miami, um, they're the only two coaches still remaining with their teams. And we're, we're doing this interview seven years later. So uh, 28 of the NBA teams have changed coaches, uh, some of them multiple times. So I, I bring that up relative to my situation. You know, we were there uh, five years, went through a pretty aggressive uh, rebuild. It, it was certainly painful taking uh, all those losses and trading a bunch of veteran players for uh, draft picks and, and young players. Um, but, but some of those guys turned out to be pretty darn good, uh, led by Devin Booker, sure Deion Rayton, and Mikel Bridges. So uh, it, it's fun watching them play. You know, I have relationships with them. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be in the Celtics front office in 2008 when we won the championship. And if I played some part in putting together a team that looks like it has a chance to win a championship this year, um, you, know, you know, I'll be very happy and proud uh, to watch those guys hopefully go all the way. You know, Ryan, we talk about how hard this league is, you know, like Danny kind of going in with Kyrie and, and Hayward, and it's just not really working out. It seems like 
there's just like this like window to win. You build up to it. You're in a good spot, and then you know in this league, guys could just decide to leave you. It just it seems really hard to kind of win in this league to be able to put a team together. It's a challenge for sure, and you have to hit the right window. You have to do it not only in terms of the ages of the players, but also in terms of the contracts. That's such a big part of it um, because if you get two or three max contracts and they're not the right guys or they don't fit great together, it can be difficult to unwind that. Um, so as I look at Brooklyn, I think you know they did it at a high level with those three guys. They had some injuries uh, this year, but I think as long as Kevin Durant's healthy and Kyrie and James Harden come back healthy, they should be the odds-on favorite to win it uh, next year. But, but it is a challenge, and I think the biggest challenge, guys, uh, at least in the last three to five years, is that now players aren't waiting until they get close to free agency. Uh, it could be a guy in the middle of his contract or even early uh, in his contract when a guy signs an extension. If the player isn't happy, he can force a trade in the NBA. And uh, as we saw in December with James Harden, if that player wants to make it difficult for the franchise uh, in terms of keeping him and, and he wants to force his way to a different destination, uh, it's, it's easier for him to do that than ever. And it's very difficult on the team to overcome all that and, and try to reject the request or hold on because uh, it can ruin your locker room and then the losses start to pile up and, and the season spirals on you as it did with the Rockets this year. Right. Is it, you know, you mentioned that. I'm like, okay, the NBA, it's so transient with these players. And sure, hey, I signed a contract and year two of a five year deal, I decide, yeah, I don't like it anymore. I feel like what, some team has to stand up and say, no, no, I'm, I'm not giving you what you want. And or else it'll just keep happening, right? It will keep happening, but the, but the problem is, uh, you guys know, you've been, you've been in locker rooms, uh, Lou and Christian in particular, like, it, it's very difficult if, if that negativity, that distraction, it, it's, it's a sideshow. And if so, if that spreads throughout your locker room, especially if it's a veteran star, which, you know, let's be honest, those are the guys who get most of the attention, even internally from the younger players in the locker room, uh, it, it's difficult for a coach in a front office to overcome that. Uh, so you can draw the line, you can take a hard uh, line on it. I, I mean, the, the, uh, the, the alternative, you hope it doesn't get to this point from a player's perspective is for the guy to say, well, I'm injured now. I'm not going to play. Uh, so that's the game. It's, it's a game of chicken. Uh, I do think the NBA needs to, to look at the mechanisms uh, for which you know, players can force trades. I'd personally be in favor of something where if a guy signs a max extension, he's not able to be pay- traded for some period of time, whether he wants to be traded or the team wants to trade him. You just, you just can't do it. Uh, I think the NBA should look at that in the next CBA to prevent guys from taking money at the highest levels, and then uh, as soon as things don't go their way, they try to break the situation. Yeah. And force themselves yeah. to a different destination. Yeah. Then maybe, then maybe that's something that they need to do. Yeah, yeah. it's a problem. Yeah. There's no question. Uh, we're talking with Ryan McDonough, obviously NBA insider for Odyssey. So, were you shocked at the Ainge situation walking away? You worked with him, and there are now rumors that he may be popping up in Utah. Does that make any sense to you? Yeah, Glenn, we worked together for a decade, uh, 2003 to 2013, and had a good run, especially the second um, part of that time uh, with the two trips to finals and, and the championship in 08. Um, it doesn't surprise me, no, because, you know, in my conversation with Danny over the last 12 to 18 months, I sense some fatigue. And you guys know how hard the job is, uh, especially at the level that the Celtics got to, a bunch of conference finals of the championship in 08. Uh, and then it seemed like in the last season there was some slippage, and the team was not back in the conference finals. Obviously, they lost to 
Brooklyn in the first round. Um, so I'd say, generally speaking, guys, around the league, and this goes beyond Danny Ainge, uh, it's been a difficult year. It's been a difficult year and a half with the pandemic, uh, with the additional testing. Uh, as you guys know, the job is hard enough uh, under normal circumstances, but the pandemic and the Orlando bubble uh, were not normal circumstances. So uh, I did sense some fatigue. Uh, so him walking away did not surprise me, uh, although initially Brad Stevens getting shifted over from the bench uh, did surprise me. And, and as far as Danny resurfacing in Utah or somewhere else, uh, I, I don't know. I've seen the reports. Uh, we, we've talked, but not about that. Um, you know, he's in his early 60s. I, I'd be surprised if he's completely done with the NBA, but uh, I can't say I, I know, you know if or when he's going to resurface with another franchise. Ryan, you look at the four teams that are left. I think the Bucks last time they won was 71. You got a couple teams that have never won it before. Some stars are out of this Final Four. Is it is it good for the NBA to kind of have this Final Four potential finals? I think so. I mean, we'll see how the ratings look. I think generally they've looked pretty good, especially when you do the year-over-year comps to, to last year. But last year had a lot of things uh, working against it with the Orlando bubble, uh, no fans, and then being up against football. Um, so I, I think it's good. You know, it's for me, it's somewhat of a changing of the guard. Uh, you know, LeBron James and, and Steph Curry and Kevin Durant are great and will remain great, I think, in, in the short term. But um, the thing that's really surprised me and stood out, especially uh, as far as the team I used to work for, the Phoenix Suns, is how good these young players have looked. I mean, keep in mind, uh, in the Eastern Conference for Trey Young and John Collins with the Hawks. It's their first playoff run mm. in Phoenix. Same thing with Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, and Mikel Bridges. Um, these guys look like they belong, and I don't know if that's because they're playing high-level games, you know, high school games and AU games are on national TV, and um, you, know, you know, it's not like they're overwhelmed at all by the moment, but I've been really impressed with how these young stars have stepped up. As you guys know, historically uh, in every sport, especially the NBA, it takes some time to work your way up to the ladder. Usually you don't have a ton of initial success as a young player, and uh, there are a bunch of guys in both conferences, especially on Phoenix and Atlanta, that I think have really showed up on the biggest stage. So, all right, so listen, so if the, if the Celtics need to make one move and one move only uh, to make themselves a contender next year, what would it be? They need a point guard. Uh, they, they need a point guard w- with Kemba Walker going out. Uh, I love Marcus Smart. I love what he brings as far as his toughness, his grit, his defensive ability. I, I think he's the heartbeat of that team. But uh, he's not a guy that I think's best role is to bring the ball up the court against pressure and initiate the offense and get the ball to uh, Jason Tatum and, and Jalen Brown and Al Horford in spots. I think his best role is, is what it has been, the, 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 the gritty uh, two-way player who takes charges and guards the other team's best opposing player and then hits open jump shots. So uh, I think they need somebody to facilitate uh, with Kemba Walker out trading a point guard for a center in Al Horford. Uh, they're going to need to fill that hole somehow, and uh, my, guess, my guess is they'll be aggressive looking at trades, and if the trade market uh, doesn't materialize, they'll try to use their big mid-level exception to sign the best guy they can get. I know that Ben Simmons is an extreme case in Philadelphia, a guy that doesn't want to shoot, seems to be fearful of shooting because they're going to draw that foul and send him to the free throw line. But I've heard a lot of people talk about what the Celtics really need as a point guard, as you just said, Ryan. But they're saying he doesn't have to shoot. And I think in the NBA today, you need to create space. And I can leave that point guard alone out there in the perimeter. It's not going to help my other players. So I'm not saying that he's got to be an outright shooter. He's got to be a pass-first guy. But doesn't your point guard in today's NBA also have to be able to make some perimeter shots? Yeah, I think so, Glenn. And that's where, as an executive, I'd be intrigued 
in terms of bringing Ben Simmons to my franchise, if I already had a great playmaker, for example, if I were in the Portland front office and uh, C.J. McCollum plus for Ben Simmons were uh, available, I'd look at that and put Ben Simmons uh, more in the screener role. As a screen, yeah. screener roller playing off Damian Lillard, uh, I'd look at the same thing in the Dallas front office playing off of Luka Doncic. Um, I think as a secondary playmaker, if you can get that guy playing four on three and going downhill behind the defense where he's, he can spray to shooters or finish at the rim, I think that's the best role for him. It mitigates his lack of shooting. Uh, so I think some creative team will look at that. Obviously, from Philly's perspective, Simmons' value is depressed. Uh, so if I was an executive with another team at the moment, I'd be looking at those kind of deals, seeing if I could buy low and then put Simmons in a different role that minimizes his weaknesses and plays to his strengths. Right. We talk about um, Tatum and Brown all the time, you know, as far as like the next level, right? Like getting other people involved, playmaking, things like that. But just those two in particular, like, do you see them succeeding long term together? Like their games, they, they just seem like they play their own game at times. Well, I don't think you can have too many versatile wings who are athletic and, and can play both ends of the court. Uh, I do think they need to move the ball a bit better and move off the ball. That, that will be one of the big challenges for Ime Odoka and his coaching staff. Uh, with Tatum in particular, he's a very gifted offensive player. Uh, those gifts at times, especially for a young player, can be a blessing and a curse. Uh, and one example I'll give, I'm biased here, but a guy we drafted in Phoenix has played very well is Devin Booker. Uh, I thought early in his career Booker was too isolation heavy, too ball dominant. Uh, when Devin learned to move the ball, and then move off the ball to get it back. He became a lot more efficient and a lot more effective, and the team got better. Uh, so I, I think Jason Tatum can do that. I think he will do that. He's a smart guy. He's super talented, and I think that'll be one of the things that Udoka and his staff try to implement immediately with the ball movement and player movement off the ball. All right, last one for me. i got to call nine innings tonight. Sox-Royals <laughs> with your brother. Uh, do you have any advice to help me get through this game with Sean? <laughs> Well, you know what? I think he's probably going to be watching some NHL. Maybe he's going to be watching some Red Wings <laughs> no film kidding. or, you know, you know seeing, seeing how the uh, Arizona Coyotes look next year. I, I think he might be a little distracted tonight. Hey, good for him. He just got that job. Did you yeah. see that? He's going to yeah, be the number I, one I, NHL play-by-play guy. Oh, that's right. You're an, you're an yeah, NHL insider. I forgot about that. Uh, Ryan, great talking with you. We really appreciate it. Have a good one. Thanks, bro. Ryan. Thanks, guys. All right. See you later. <laughs> the, uh, he's an Odyssey NBA insider. Ooh, how do you become that. one of those... Uh, Insiders. I want to be a, Odyssey an Odyssey insider. hockey insider. How do I? I, should, I feel like I have an inside. You know, want me to talk to Sean tonight? Could you please put a word in for you? I mean, ESPN? I could be basically his version of Pierre Maguire. <laughs> yes, between the glass or whatever it is they call it. I would love. Oh, this guy went to a Saskatchewan college, and uh, I remember I, ca- I taught him how to shoot. Whatever what they call it. What accent? That Canadian accent? <laughs> I have no idea. That was That's, like a Canadian uh, sound. Beer doesn't sound like that. That doesn't sound like beer. Yeah, but he knows everything about everything. Uh, oh, this guy went to high school and uh, grammar school at uh, Central Catholic in uh, Saskatchewan Middle School. Inside, eh? inside. What? What? <laughs> we from Norway? You're the Swedish <laughs> chef from the Muppets. <laughs> Insider calls are brought to you by Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. We know life is busy, so come to Shell to fill up, save up, snack up to make the most of the stop you need to make. Uh, big deal, edition. big deal, or no big deal with a big fella going to try to embarrass me. That's coming up next. I can feel it coming now. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.